please give generously to the Not Now Reg Foundation. Every year, hundreds of people have to endure Reg. For just £10 a month, the Foundation works as hard as it can to distract Reg from talking to people. The Foundation understands how tiresome Reg can sometimes be. Whatever your disposition, we can help you. If you'd like to avoid conflict, we can send out tools to help distract Reg from talking to you. If you're more confident, we can help you tell Reg to fuck right off. So please, give generously to the Not Now Reg Foundation. Call now on 1-800-GO-FUCK-YOURSELF-REG. Hello and welcome to the G.E.E.K podcast. It's episode 16. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. You know what that means? It's like a, a, a it's that special birthday. Oh, the one when we actually get something amazing from like the yeah, parents. The parents buy us cars and stuff, and we have a big party, and we get like scouting for girls to come and play for us and stuff. Oh, I can't wait! And hopefully, like Lily Allen can come play and yeah, and well, that's not a name. Lily, Lily Rose Cooper. Is, is that what it is? Yeah, that's it. I don't know. I, I'm depressed. That I know that. Yeah, that that isn't the greatest. Um, but I suppose on that note, yeah, I'm Reg. Oh yeah, I'm Dan, and. Yeah, oh, wait. Steve, what? Um, yeah, we don't actually have Steve with us, um, Shock Horror, once again on this podcast. Um, there is a particular reason why this time, though, um, mm. all joking aside. Okay. Um, I know usually I'm the one that tries to give a bit of banter. Um, but after last week, apparently I was a little bit too harsh, um, so I'm going to be nice on Steve. Um, the reason Steve actually isn't with us tonight um, is <laughs> he's actually on a, a Glee date site. Um, at the present he's on the yeah. dating agency Glee so Date Glee Date dot dot org. Org. that's the one he's on at the present um, because apparently now he's 30 and he used to get an honour and he, uh, he's obsessed with, with Glee that he needs yeah. to find that particular that particular person the, with the one who can harmonise with him the best the one who can harmonise and the one who meets all his specific needs and requirements okay. um, yeah there, there is a reason um, I've gone on to this he has actually a little list um, of of particular specifications if you were to date Mr. Steve. Yeah. This um, bit is serious, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the, this bit is um, is part of his forfeit for not for not turning for not off, being here and not, not answering our today. phone calls yep. and sleeping when he's supposed to be um, here doing a podcast. We were even going to drive to him. Yeah, I was going to drive all the way to, to Manchester, but no, he wouldn't answer his phone. And that would earn you one point. Would it? On Steve's little dating thing. What's... Well, um, okay. Right, okay, I'm so... I'm interested. In all seriousness, um, Steve would like to meet the perfect person now. Yeah. Okay, so what Steve has done is he's actually got um, a little bit more picky um, and started scoring people okay. um, as they speak. So um, his new this Glee is, dating post, profile... He posted this on his uh, social networking page. He did indeed. So, one point for each... Each thing that this particular why, why person not score yourself at home? Means. Play along. 
and then play, play along with send us, us the, uh, your score. <laughs> Let's see if you're worthy of Steve. Because the one thing I have noticed as well is he doesn't actually state girl oh boy. or boy. <laughs> so, you know, as long as you can meet all of these, I've done it previously before we came on this pod, I scored 20. Okay. So Which we'll find out soon whether that's good or not. Yep. Okay, okay. so everybody Go pick ahead. up your, your pad and pen. Yep. Let's play along. Okay, one point for each. You know who Kevin Smith is. Okay, I've got You one. can name four of his films without Googling. Yeah, I can do that. You can also then quote 5% of Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I could do that. Can you quote 20, more than 23% of Scott Pilgrim? Uh, yeah, way more. Someone who isn't a chav. Okay, yeah, I'm not a chav, I'm good. Somebody with purple hair. Uh, no, I've not got that. Someone who can play an instrument. Yeah, I can do that. Someone who will jump around and listening to Blink-182 with me. I do that. I don't know whether I do that with him. It depends where I am. Yeah, okay, go on. I'll have that point. Okay. Uh, do you know who Gur is? Gur. Yeah, Gur. Gur. Gur out of Invader Zim. Right. Yep. Okay. okay. Um, someone who likes Doctor Who. Oh, no. If you do like Doctor Who, your favourite has to be number nine. Okay. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, your favourite Doctor, sorry, is number okay. nine. Um, someone who doesn't smoke. Yeah, I don't smoke. Somebody who has a cat. I don't have a cat. <laughs> this is the ones I love. These are getting a bit more... The sp- Specific. Yeah. If you don't have a no. cat, that's that's it. Someone You're who right. has a Starbucks card. I do have one. It's empty. But Ooh. Well, well, is that the next one? It needs to be full. <laughs> okay, so you just have to have one. Somebody who at one point owned a red dwarf box set on VHS. No, I never did. See, I had them all. Okay. But wow. Point for each. Uh, no, unfortunately, okay. it's just the one point for having <laughs> these. Somebody who's seen every episode of Scrubs. Probably. Right. Yeah. Somebody who's currently watching Community. Yeah. Now I don't know if he means currently like right, right the now second. the second or somebody who is currently just watching. Yeah. The while he's messaging community. them, are you watching Community? Uh, not right now. It's over. Yeah. Mm, minus one point. Um, <laughs> somebody who has watched and liked Parks and Recreations. Yeah. Somebody who owns at least one McFly CD. Uh, can I just leave now? I think I it's might the well best. Give up. <laughs> The other one is is one that I've always known. This this would be a, a major point for him. Someone who owns a Mac. I don't. Unfortunately, you might not be the the guy, girl, person for him. Now, you've got to take off a point for each of the following that okay. you've met. Okay. You have any article of clothing that says geek. Um. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. No. No. Have you or do you own more than five pairs of shoes at once at any one time? Well, I don't tend to throw out shoes. I don't wear them down to the point where I have to throw them out. So I've probably got about 20. I just i am not going to wear them. They're like in a wardrobe somewhere. So, yeah. You've got a shoe wardrobe. No, You're I've, worse got, than the missus. I've got a cupboard <laughs> next to my front door where there's lots of shoes and other things and an ironing board that I don't use anymore and a guitar and stuff in there. But there's lots of shoes in there. See, I've got four, four, four pairs. But the reason I've got four... Things of footwear, I like to call right. it. So one of me motorbike boots. Yeah. So I class them as a pair. Yeah. I've got my boots. Okay. Like normal, nice you, boots. Yeah. I've got a nice pair of trainers, mm-hmm. and then I've got a pair that I can go on the motorbike and clean and stuff with. Okay. A pair of things. I suppose what's you got shoes? This, Shit. Let's, I've got to get, take off a point. Let's get back. Um, off but let's get back track. to the point anyway. <laughs> shoes are nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ever used the word banter in an unironic way? No. 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 Ever used a duck face in an unironic way? No. 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 
Farmville. Not, um, not even a person. It it's just, just, says Farmville. just Farmville. Farmville question mark, which is Farmville. No, just Farmville. Okay. Just, just Farmville. <laughs> um, and likes any of the Fast and Furious movies. I, I lose a point because I don't mind a couple of them. <laughs> well, don't worry. You can earn some bonus points. Oh, good. I'm on 13 in the minute. If you can call me and sing any 80s song as loud as you can, yeah, I've done you'll that. get five points. I'm pretty sure points. I've already done that. I think we should do this right now anyway. <laughs> yes, let's call him and sing an 80s song to him. Let's call him and sing an 80s song. Rock's out. It must have been love. It must have been love. But it's over now. There's another bit of Reg's beautiful singing. Beautiful singing. <laughs> right. Anyway. Um, and if Wait, you can... does that give me well, how many points? One. Well, that gives you five bonus five points. Five bonus so points. Five bonus points. And you can earn yourself five additional more if you can win in a dance-off between him. Yeah, but, I've done that. don't worry. Don't worry. Don't beat yourself up too much when you lose because apparently he is amazing at dancing. Okay. I've, I've done that. There's a video of me um, beating him. Good oh. Mm. So does that take you over the twenty mark? I'm or? on twenty-three. You're on twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay, so now we'll get to the scoring. Make sure you're all marked up. I'll give you two seconds to mark yep. up. Okay. Cool. Right. <laughs> okay, so twenty plus points <laughs> means he'll buy you the dinner on first date. Ah. Oh, so you're nice. as lucky as me. I literally got twenty. Okay. So that's good. Um, right, fifteen or more means that. You'll have to buy dinner on the first date, and we'll have to talk about how you can improve your score and yourself. <laughs> that would be an amazing first date conversation. Right, okay, you made it this far. Um, you bought your credit card, yep, okay, good. Now, let, let, let's see. Let's, um, so you don't own a McFly CD. Right, okay. <laughs> it's such a <laughs> random score thing, but my favourite bit... Less than 15, I'm sorry, but this just isn't going to work. Maybe we can be pen pals, right? <laughs> Less than five, you're just a terrible, terrible human being. <laughs> I think, I wonder if this is actually on his profile. Oh, I hope so. If that's his actual really profile, so. it's like, hi, I'm Steve, um, digital, uh, digital broadcaster, uh, broadcaster. <laughs> uh, also work elsewhere for, for part-time, and as follows. Yeah. I hope I enjoy like I, long walks I the think park, Glee and... I think that would actually kind of work for some people, though. <laughs> and I think there'd be a couple who would read that and go, oh, this is funny, and see that they do actually match up with some of them. You know, it's all, it's all yeah, tongue-in-cheek, I, mean, I think. Get... <laughs> the thing is, though, I could just imagine it, because, like, flick on the TV now and you've got, like, uniform dating, like men in uniforms, like women yeah. in uniforms. We've got the perfect site for you. It's like... People who like to keep scores. Okay. I'm sure this could actually be some sort of like dating website. Is there a, a geek date? I don't think there is actually. Like... And the, there was one in America where a geek could actually date some really smoking hot person. And that, but that, there wasn't actually like. That's called a, a hooker. Oh. oh. Yeah. Is that why they just only have the one night? It's always someone different. Yeah. And you don't meet them yeah. on street corners. But yeah, yes, exactly. Right. Okay. But apart from that, there okay. is actually a, um, a a thing like that that worked in America. Well, I don't um, see why it not. Got shut down quite soon, apparently, because it was um, there was something dodgy about it. Okay, but but literally, if you have uniformdating.com, there there should be one where you know geeks who can can go on, put their profile, and say yeah, I like all this without any fear of recrimination, and you know. 
pretty much everyone you talk to on there, then you're gonna you're gonna kind of. I'm pretty sure there is. Hit it off. I'm sure it it's, it's called. And if not, like a forum. We need to start it because yeah. that seems to be what what happens a lot. Or you just go into the likes of WoW, World of Warcraft, and you just go on a role playing server, and you'll pretty much meet up with someone who's mm. very much your particular. Not that I've done that. No. Okay. Is that where you met Ash? Maybe. Wow. Maybe she might be a level seventy nine paladin. Who knows? Amazing. <laughs> the thing is, I think she actually—I think she attempted once to play it, and just shouted very angrily because she just—well, she tried to have a go at my hunter character. Okay. I'm picturing like the uh, the episode of Big Bang Theory where Penny goes on Age of Conan. Yes, <laughs> yeah, pretty much so. Although you will be able to see um, Ash's gaming oh, uh, yes. prowess um, on our next video, which is going to be uploaded very nice soon. Nice little segue. Our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash g.e.e.k. Go there. There's lots of good videos on there. Um, yeah, we, we've been putting our Geeks Go Gaming videos up. We're on episode three now. Um, it's going to go up in the next couple of days. In fact, by the time this podcast posted, it'll probably be up. Essentially, it's us playing uh, Dead or Alive, Alive 5. five. Yes. Um, me, Reg, Ash, uh, a little bit of a round robin. Winner stays on. Um, I, I refuse now to ever play a game with Ash ever again. <laughs> oh, right, there's two reasons for this. The first one was just how hilarious playing Dead or Alive 5 is with her. Yeah. Uh, you notice that. There's a video we're not going to put up. Okay. Um, or at least for the time being. We may yeah. do later on down the line of us attempting to play Little Big Planet 2. Um, now, admittedly, Ash had a few drinks <laughs> when we were playing. She gets angry when um, she's drunk. She gets very angry when she's playing, but it just goes to relate to one of the first podcasts that I was talking about, the Lego um, games, and oh, how yeah. obsessive she is. Dan witnessed it firsthand. See, see you, you, you've got to just be submissive. You've got to just sit there and just take it. I don't. <laughs> no. So I, I just was like, no, nope, I'm going around, I'm getting all the orbs or whatever it is you're collecting, little big planet. I had to beat her. I did. But on certain ones, yeah. yeah. On okay. certain ones, she just left us behind because but you've got to try and keep up on the screen. Do you know what, though? That, that wasn't the reason I don't want to ever play a game with her again. It was Dead or Alive 5. It was the fact... She, like when, when, when you start, she's quite controlled. She's like, All right, let's press X and A and whatever, and, you know, press the right buttons. As she starts to lose, she just starts mashing the pad. And when I say mashing the pad, the entire face of the pad... So you'll be right in the middle of doing a combo and then suddenly the start menu will pop up yeah. and it'll be like, oh, yeah, press re resume. Like, just stop pressing all the buttons. <laughs> it's like, I don't mean to. Like, just keep your finger on the, like, the, the X triangle and the circle. Oh. She was hilarious. I, play. I mean, It the, was good. Usually when we, I play Marvel vs. Capcom 2 with her quite a lot and she's actually good at that, okay. um, which is quite horrendous, but she usually picks Sentinel and just, Works my ass on it. <laughs> just um, on but yeah, but because that's a two D one, she literally just presses two buttons and just spams continuously, okay. like you do. Um, I so did that once. Moving and on, that was just because I had like a millimeter of health. Mm. But back to our YouTube page, um, yes. we do also have we'll also um, put up the Comic Con video from Wales Comic Con, which was awesome. Um, that's um, yeah, it's up now. I'll go and have a look. It's got lots of amazing people in there. We met um, hobbits and. Vampire slayers and counter terrorist agents, and yeah. um, uh, what are those little things out of Star Wars? 
Um, Ewoks. Ewoks. That's it. I was going to call them um, what's it? Wickets, but it's wicket. The wicket. That's the Ewok. The, I honestly yeah. thought you were going to say midget for a minute because <laughs> <laughs> you went, "What are those mid little uh, things from?" <laughs> but well, to be fair, Warwick Davis was there. It was amazing, um, and he met the Scarecrow out of Batman. Um, awesome. And also, just an epic moment in sci-fi history: the meeting of two holograms. Rimmer out of Red Dwarf and the holographic Doctor out of Star Trek Voyager meeting for the first time. And I know you don't care, Reg, because you're like, yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, but I love Red Dwarf. That's fine. And the actual video itself, it even though I'm not moment. in it, was hilarious. I, I had, I, 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 to be honest, I spammed a few um, celebrities' Twitter feeds when we put the video up, just like the people who are in it saying, hey, we featured in this, can you retweet us? No one has. They're all rubbish. Um, it's a bit unfortunate. But, yeah, I know. But I was going through uh, Robert Picardo's Twitter feed just to have a look back and thought, I wonder if he's said anything about that. Because like, everyone who was there was like, oh, my, look what's happening. And I went back and he was like, yeah, it was like um, an amazing moment in hollow history. And then posted a photo of those two standing there next to each other. I was like, awesome. there you go. <laughs> it was ace. But we got it on video. It's on the site. Um, go and have a look. And also just a couple of highlights of our trip to... London, London including an exclusive interview with uh, Stephen, Stephen Hawking. Hawking. He was amazing. It was. He was such a nice so guy. So gracious. Yeah. I yeah. just can't believe he took the time to, to speak to us. It yeah, was, exactly. It was nice. Well, you know, I mean, the, the the theme song was done just all via Tinternet. I, I never actually got to meet him, so it was good to actually finally get to meet him. You know, yeah. We just, I just sent him the file and said, just do what you, what you want, just drop your, you, you know... Drop, drop some lyrics on this bad boy and he did and sent it back to us and I was like that's it it's just brilliant but um, if I can just go back to Comic Cons for a minute yes you may um, we did have a good a good couple of Comic Cons coming up that we were going to go to yeah um, Heroes for Sale in Manchester and then about a month later uh, MCM Expo in Manchester as well Heroes for Sale has been postponed now which is a bit rubbish um, I think that's coming on in, up in November now but yeah. that's fine means we get to spread them out but mcm has just announced their first guest don't do this because this is the one i'm on a stag do for and i can't actually attend oh, it guess who it is <sighs> don't say Jack it's warren davis oh. <laughs> <laughs> like he just seems to do every single <laughs> yeah everyone anywhere he can physically two do. years ago um some guy i was working with before i knew that, that there was any comic cons that actually took place in manchester a guy i worked with was like oh i'm going to going to you know, uh, MCM in, in Manchester and was like, what's that? And he told me all about it and he came back and the most exciting thing that, for him was that he got a photo with Warwick Davis and I was like, oh wow, great. And then the next year I remember looking and going, Warwick Davis is there again, okay. And then this Wrexham comic on came, I was like, it's Warwick Davis. <laughs> and now <laughs> this one, he, uh, he must Davis. be on tour, like, surely just That's around gotta be every country all the way all the he time. had a big queue he really had a big queue he charges did, did, did he charge quid, yeah ridiculous amount for yep. a bloody autograph they all do I think there was there was a couple that were 10 most were 15 there was a couple that were 20 like mm. some of the Red Dwarf guys were 20 yeah um, what do you have but, yeah I mean I, I'm absolutely I, I was actually in the Red Dwarf fan club when I was a kid I loved wow. Red Dwarf I, but like, you wouldn't spend 60 obsession. quid to get all in fact more than that 75 because Holly was there as well yeah I wouldn't now 
the back then. <laughs> I wouldn't know, mainly just because the fact is that, you know, if Red Dwarf, I mean, the last series was fantastic. It was a really the, funny... The latest one the was latest good. The latest one was good. They were a bit downhill, but they haven't done anything after they've gone back to doing, you know, I think it's Craig Charles back in Coronation Street or something random now. He's DJing in Manchester just, doing his uh, Funk and Soul night. Yep, which if you went on that night and you said, all right, Craig, any chance you can have your autograph? You wouldn't go yeah. 15 quid. Probably not. No, it's just because you're in a bloody yeah. hall. It's, that's that's my problem. I mean, how many CDs or your guitar do you have with so many autographs on yeah, there from people? True. You didn't have to pay them for it because you paid your entry fee. Yeah. That's the same conventions. You pay your entry fee, you should be able it's to true. get true. The difference with that, I mean, it was six quid to get into Wrexham Comic Con. No, no, no I, I agree with you. But what, that, what my point was going to be, I was looking at um, Heroes for Sale and the ticket price for that was about 15 quid, 15, 20 quid. I was like... Okay, it's either a heck of a lot bigger, which I'm not sure it is, because first year they've done it, or you're not going to have to pay for signatures, or they're just being kind of they're just trying to rip you all off. Oh yeah, it's just it's probably it's that. Manchester, you know, it's going to be busy. And, don't end of the so. day, I probably would have. Well, we would have spent for that fifteen quid to go. Um, but yeah, well, I was well excited yeah. for it. I couldn't wait to go. To what that. I'm most looking forward to though is um, this one in Leeds called I think it's Leeds, Leeds or Sheffield. Oh, I forget now. I think it might be Sheffield. Called Thought Bubble, um, and it's more of a, a comics. It's um, kind of art and comics. Um, but the the lineup for that, it's not. It's not like you know, TV, film, movie stars and stuff like that. It's it's comic artists, comic writers. But there's some massive names in there. Like the um, the woman who draws sagas there. Um, like quite a lot of people from like the Marvel stable, like James McKelvey, who does Young Avengers, is going to be there. Hope Larson's going to be there. Yeah, we met. Uh, yeah, the uh, other half of Brian Lee O'Malley. Um, yeah, just and loads loads of people like that. Now that I wonder if they're going to charge or whether it will be a case of, hey, I've got your book or your comic, and they'll sign it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Hopefully, because uh, I don't know. Like say, I'm, can, I'm sure they'll charge for sketches and things like that, and that's fine. But um, I mean, oh, let's let's look at it. Perfect example, actually. When we were in Florida, we went to um, yes on Free Comic Book Day. We went to a big comic book store there, and George Perez was there. And George Perez is, I think, after Stan Lee, is one of the big names in comics. Like he's been going for years and years and years. Yeah, um, it's huge. Yeah. And he was there, and he was just... We went up with a copy of Superman number one, and he went, can you sign that? And he was like, yep, great, and signed it. Um, people were coming up and saying, oh, do you mind doing this sketch for me? Then they'd pay him, and he'd yeah. sit there for ten minutes, he'd draw the sketch or whatever. That's fine. So as long as they're, yeah. they're happy to sign Because the thing up. I liked about it as well with that is there wasn't a set fee. He just went, yeah, cool, um, I could pay it as long as you know you pay me something. He, yeah, he would exactly. do it. And they were literally paying like $5, $10, $15, something, and it was great. They were getting fantastic designs done. Yeah, that so, would be. A, I, I, I'll come home with a lot if that's the, if that's the case. To be honest. Yeah, I need to go on and get a load of uh, back issues. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, obviously MCM. When is it? Twentieth, uh, twentieth oh, of yeah. July. So yeah, me and Steve will be there. We'll get some stuff on video. I might, the Reg can see. I might see if I can um, get out that one day. Well, my the stag do I'm going to is in Manchester. Is it really? Yeah. Perfect. So we'll meet you there, and then you can disappear off. I might have to. Um, I might just have to sort of like snooch along into the cover bit for a little bit. Uh, is it the Saturday or the Sunday? It's the Saturday, I think Saturday. isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not too sure because I know it's going to be quite an event. 
packed day, but I'll try and um, just sort of sneak off for an hour just so at least I can join you guys uh, yeah, enough. and uh, sneak back. But I probably will be very drunk. Okay. Very, very That's fine. drunk. Are you going to, um, well, you probably won't have a chance to cosplay it up. I'll, I'll cosplay as um, the, the drunken homeless guy that you'll see on most Hollywood films that when they walk out of a bar in a dingy alley. Okay. I'll probably look like that guy. People go, hey, the drunken homeless guy when you walk out of a bar. Um, <laughs> I'd yeah. love that. Can I get a photo with you? Um, sure thing. That'd be great, just passing uh, out business cards. Warwick no, Davis! Got it. <laughs> you Zionist! Will you, um, please, please put your bottom away. <laughs> Stop trying to put me on your shoulders. <laughs> no! <laughs> but yeah, um, oh, that'll be eventful. I don't know who else is going to be there yet, but... Chances are most of the people who were at Wales Comic Con are going to be there, <laughs> hoping some better people. The, the one in London, as we said last week, Edgar Wright was there, so uh, let's hope he decides to come down to Manchester. I think it's around about the week that um, uh, Thingy's opening, that um, World's End's opening. Ooh. Not sure. Speaking of which, uh, new trailers come out, and I'm even more confused than I was before. Excellent. I've not seen it yet, because as much as... As much as I love the, the, the you, first trailer, yeah, it, you is, don't wanna it is really good. I don't want to ruin any more. No. I didn't. I tried to avoid anything that from Hot Fuzz, and I tried to avoid near enough everything from Sean and the Dad. Yeah. I made the stupid mistake of watching the trailer because now I'd know, I'm confused. Looks dead weird, but I I've think now got an idea in yeah, my head. But I think it's now better that you set up because I think if you'd have gone in, uh, you know, I, 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 maybe it was just us. I don't know whether everyone had the same impression, but World's End. We figured it was like, they've said it's a pub crawl and while well, the world's ending and you think, okay, makes sense, there's going to be an asteroid come down or whatever. And, but no, it's all like pod people and aliens and stuff like that as the trailer shows. But yeah, it looks very weird. I, I'm, I no doubt it's going to be amazing, it's fine, it just really wasn't what I expected. And also, I, it, it makes me think that we, we talked about the whole two Hollywood movies coming out that are generally the same theme, it happens all the time. Yes. And you've got this and you've got... Um, <laughs> What's the other one? This is the end of the Seth Rogen one. Yeah. That's more like I'd have expected from it, to be honest. Yeah. This doesn't look anything like it, and that's great, so they're separate enough, but it's just the titles, I think, are going to get in the way of one of them. If they're both successes, that's... It would be, be a surprise, yeah. kind of surprise. But either way, I think in the UK, World's End's got to gotta win. Uh, yeah, it's, no it's bound to, isn't it? Simon Pegg. Hot, hot Fuzz until... I mean, um, in, in between his movie, I think was one of the highest grossing British comedies of all time. Blimey! Um, doesn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, but that's happening. What else have we got that's exciting? Well, we're on the movie news. Um, There's quite a bit um, of mm. quite fun movie news out there now. Um, Brian Singer's done a, another, yeah, another uh, tweet. tweet, hasn't he, with the Trask Industries? Trask Industries, which, if anyone doesn't know, basically the 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 new X Men movie is. They're going to be following the whole story of the Sentinels um, and how they kind of come into to kind of monitor and control all the mutants. So Trask is the guy who basically invents the Sentinels, and that's his his company that run it all. So that's we got the confirmation of that. That's it's a rumor that Peter Dinklage, who's the the guy out of um, Game of Thrones, yeah, the, the midget, the little guy, the little guy, the little person, sorry. Um, 
no one really knows who he's playing, but that's the rumour that he's going to be playing the creator of the Sentinels. All oh, right, cool. Uh, we'll see what's going on with that. He also, what else? He tweeted um, a picture of Mystique in uh, full makeup. He's yeah. also, I'll see them reveal. I didn't realise that uh, was um, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, from the, well, from uh, um, First Class. That was her as well. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, unless I did know and just didn't know who she was at the time. Possibly. Although she's blue for most of the movie. So again, you don't really, you can't really tell that it's her. That's true. It's like I suppose you wouldn't necessarily um, recognise Rebecca Romaine Stamos, would you, if you're in the movie because she's blue? That's yeah, that's true. And I, to be honest, I probably wouldn't recognise her with the blue anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you hold a valid point. Yeah, you hold a valid point. Now, I'm all for this whole tweeting loads of behind-the-scenes stuff from the movie. I don't feel he's spoiling anything. I think it's. I think the amount of little things we're seeing is brilliant. Um, uh, now, I think it was Empire Magazine um, tweeted the other day. Was like, what you know? What's everyone think about the, the whole um, spoiler photos from behind the scene? You, you happy with it? My reply to that was great. If it's Brian Singer tweeting stuff about X Men, brilliant. But uh, the other person who's tweeted a photo this week was uh, Michael Bay tweeting the new Optimus Prime. Yeah, it's like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, right, just I don't I don't get it there's nothing to be excited about it's a picture of a shiny automobile exactly I mean if it was the if it was the first Transformers then and you didn't yeah, you know no you were dead excited about, about it, it but it's Optimus Prime yeah. in real life it's Transformers 4 yeah by now we know what to expect it hasn't changed much at all no. from the previous incarnations of Optimus Prime so I'm not that bothered I have however been going behind the scenes with the Spider-Man um, oh, with yeah. the new Spider-Man flick, ah, um, and seeing the um, <laughs> and seeing, have you seen the? There's the a lot of behind the scenes people stuff have been up putting up of him on the front of the car on the phone, um, no. and he's going, "Yes, Aunt May, I've got the eggs," and he's like on the front of the car, um, and they're doing all that. That okay. was quite funny. Um, I've not seen that. They're putting up um, some more photos of one of him meeting seen... a little kid dressed as Spider-Man. Yeah, looks awesome picture. And there's new pictures of Rhino as well. Yes. which obviously pre CGI. <laughs> which like, looks very weird. If they left it like that, it would be hilarious. It would look. It would wouldn't look out of place on some on set of something like Sharktopus. Yes, just, <laughs> it just looks really cheap. But it's got the little motion kind of capture symbols on, so you can tell they're going to CGI it up. But looks like I don't know. It looks like the, the from that. It looks like he's in some kind of mech. Do you, mm. do you not think he had that kind of thing? It, it, fair yeah. enough. It's either just something so he's the right like, size. Like a placeholder. Yeah. That's fine, or they're literally that's what he's going to look like. He's going to be walking around in this kind of mech suit, um, and they're just going to CGI over it to make it look a little bit more expensive. So maybe, I'm not maybe sure. just so he's got the movement of, I yeah, suppose, like a... essentially. So that, that's fair enough, but that, as it stands, definitely looks like that. Um, and there's also been confirmation now of um, spoiler alert, close your ears for. 25 seconds if you if you don't want to know um of the whole death of gwen, gwen stacy thing uh, emma stone announced in a in an interview that that it's definitely happening uh, she wanted to keep it true to the comics um and have it you know exact pretty much exactly how it happens in the comic well she doesn't say that it's exactly what how it happens she says that it's yeah but if um, you're going to keep it true to the comic i don't know it's quite that is quite brutal to but it's for, i don't think we i, I explain what happened you you know now don't you i, I now know say, yeah so we've can, talked we've talked about it in a previous yeah. pod with comic man oh wait it's 25 seconds um clo- close your ears for another 20 okay um basically the green goblin kind of throws her off the off a bridge 
um, Spider-Man shoots Web down to catch her, and because she's falling so fast and the kind of the the deceleration so sudden, the neck snaps. So he tries to save her, but ends up killing her. But the thing is, though, because obviously there's a fight with Green Goblin and her anyway. So the one of the other thing yeah. is, did he actually kill her, or was she dead well, anyway? But that's and... but that's the point. Mm. She would have died anyway. He's saving her, but it's still that's still got to be pretty harsh, and you know, in your head thinking. I'm responsible. He's definitely responsible for her dying, but not only yeah. indirectly. Yeah. The only other thing that that good may come out of this is who's your favourite in the comics out of Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane? Um, don't know. Probably Gwen Stacy. I just find Mary Mary Jane just a little bit whiny. I like Mary Jane just solely for the fact she keeps on calling him Tiger. Okay. I I I don't know what it is, but I think I. Uh, when I was a kid, I always had a soft spot for Mary Jane. Right. Um, I, I mean, my favourite Peter Parker girlfriend's Felicia Hardy, Black Cat. Yes, definitely. definitely. Um, speaking of which, I've finished reading the Black um, Cat. The, the Black Cat. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man vs. Black Cat. The yeah, evil that men do. Yeah, the Kevin Smith one um, fact, that you lent me. Excellent. Um, yeah, so you can you can have that back now. Thank you. Um, I've read that. Red has actually passed it to me as we speak. Thank you. Yeah. We've got the boys. I have. I've got the boys as well. <laughs> Are you ready? I've read the boys as well. <laughs> Yeah, cool. And um, your cabin in the woods that I haven't actually watched yet, so I'll keep that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, watch that. Um, <laughs> I kept that in a really safe hiding place for I some reason. I knew where it was. I think this guy's going to give it you back. In fact, yeah, because um, Ash has got it on DVD, so I don't need it. Ash's oh, so got it anyway. That's why I put it in Excellent. there. Um, cool. And the last one of the list Runaways. of uh, things that you've lent me. Which... Um, You've actually, I've got bought that digitally. Um, ah, okay. One, two, and three because I got it in a cheap bundle. Um, okay. So I've got them on my tablet Excellent. to read now. So there's there those three. Nice little aside. I hope you enjoyed that, people. Um, I hope you've got your hands off your ears now because I only said 20 seconds. It's silly. Um, where should we go next? It's like all these little talking points, this issue. It's like a, it's like a maze. Um, let's stick with movies. After Earth. Okay, have you seen the trailer? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. I love Will Smith. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. But the thing with Will Smith I love is the amount of emotion he puts into um, his characters. Okay. And he really, really yeah. does. With this film, it looks as though they've gone, right, okay, Will Smith, we love you, right? But take away any emotion you might have. It's It's... The trailer does look a bit like that. Yeah, it's is it yeah. M. Shyamalan and well, like that? see, that was it, my point. It's him. That's what that was. That was my, my, what my whole kind of point of this conversation was going to be. Um, I went when we went to see Star Trek. Um, the trailer for it came up, and you sit there, you watch the entire trailer. It gets to the end, it goes After Earth, Will Smith, Jane Smith, whatever, blah blah blah, coming soon. There's not a single mention of M. Night Shyamalan in there. No. Because you want people to go see it. Correct, exactly. <laughs> there was a time when the first thing in a trailer would have been, From M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. The creator of the sixth sense. But then he made, what, The, the, village, the village to a lesser extent. But then the thingy lady in the water. <laughs> the happening. Which just, honestly... Oh, the, not, have you seen the happening? Uh, I haven't seen the happening. I've watched Lady in the Water, and that was enough for me. Not yeah. anything really with him, and I'm just not interested. So, yeah, and blooming Avatar: The Last Airbender. We'll, we'll forget about that. The, the scary but, thing is, I've watched that as well. Yeah, I think I was there. I watched it with you. I think I don't think I've watched it on my own. I don't think I would have. 
No, but we did. We, we did. yeah, we watched that. I, I don't know why. why we did. But I think Kim might put it on. Maybe someone put it on. But yeah, he's, he's he's just completely lost all his credibility, hasn't he? Yes, very very much so. And I don't think this is going to help him as much as no, it should. I, I think it, it will. Should do. I think they've they played it safe. They thought let's not push the name. Have you we'll have you heard the early reviews though? Oh no, actually, but. <laughs> Early reviews aren't great. See, I can just see the big Twitter. They're like, you know, this is Earth. That, that you know, that's obviously they give that away in the trailer. So that's not the twist. But it's supposed to be thousands of years in the future or whatever, and we've abandoned Earth. It's just, is it? Am I wrong in thinking that the the twist that he's going to put in is that <gasps> this was in the past, it, and yeah, he's going to they're going to start a new you know colony on Earth? Yeah, it's Probably. it's going to be something that. But if that happens, very, I'm, I'm leaving. Very Michael Shyamalan, I'm like Ding Dong. Yeah, the thing is with him is like all his films are obvious. Um, I, I just some, I don't some of them, I, I think. I mean, like even the Sixth Sense, where everyone was like, "Oh my God, I can't believe the twist at the end." He gets shot at the beginning. What isn't to to sort of grasp with this? He gets shot at the beginning, and no one speaks to him throughout the entire thing, apart from that kid. Did you? Oh, so you saw it? You you the, guessed it. That, that I I knew I knew you that knew well anything. I didn't know the twist before I went and seen the film. Right. Um, however, I went seen the film. He got shot, and I was like, right, okay then. And then when it came up at the end, and people were walking out going, oh my god, I can't believe he was dead. I was like, how did you not get the fact that he got shot? Right. Right there at the so beginning. So for you, it was more that it made perfect sense when they explained it, or had you realised earlier that? No, I realised right. right near enough. Like I'd, I'm one of these sort of people that thinks too much about films. Um, right. which I need to get out of the habit of because it ruins quite a lot of films okay. for me. Um, Star Trek was another one, the yeah, latest one, yeah, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. I said, cheers, like, like, well, that's obvious. Yes, um, and they do, it, it's beginning to annoy me now, but it all started with him and his films. Okay. That's what done it Fair to enough. me. See, I, I went to see Unbreakable with a, a friend of mine from school called Eddie. <laughs> um, and I wonder if Eddie's listening. Hello, Eddie, if you are. Um, but yeah, we, we went to see Unbreakable. Um, and he got to the end and came out and he was like, oh, oh yeah, it's so obvious. I knew exactly what was going to happen there. Oh, yeah. You know, and I knew that he was the one that was causing it all. Did you, did you get it? Did you get it, Sam? And you got it, didn't you? you did, I bet you did, didn't you? And I was like, oh, really? He's like, you didn't get it. I can't believe I didn't get it. That's a like, great Eddie impression. But, sorry, I, I haven't done the Eddie impression for a long time. That's why I dragged that out a little bit. Um, I, I just, I, I didn't think about it. And like when when it came out, I was like, yeah, it all makes sense. But I just, yeah, I I I kind of made an effort to not think like what was gonna you know what the twist would have been. Mm. And that that's the only problem. Yeah, you, I don't I can't think help it now. I'd say you can't enjoy his films without that, but most of them you can't enjoy. No, just because they then unenjoyable. Yeah, apparently the um, the it it's got the premise of a good film mm-hmm. um, from the early reviews I've read. I've read about three or four now. Um, it's got a very good premise, but the character, <coughs> sorry, the characters themselves are so unlikable, which is weird because well, it's Will Smith. But then it's also his and son, his son Jaden, which well, I'll get to in a second. Yeah, and <laughs> um, and it's it's focuses mainly all on Jaden, like yeah. enough the entire film is focused on him, uh, with Will Smith as like a background sort of figure. Mm. Um, so you're gonna lose points for just having a kid actor and enough all the way through it, especially after he was in Karate Kid, wasn't he? And that yeah. wasn't great in the slightest. No, even Jackie um, Chan couldn't save that. No, but yeah, apparently the the CGI in it wears very thin. Mm. Um, at some points, apparently, so the set designers mustn't have decided to actually put it in the right particular places. Okay. Um, but 
overall, you know, I don't like to judge until I see it for myself. Mm. Um, so I will go see it, mainly because the missus is obsessed with Will Smith. Okay. So I've got to go see it. I'm guessing more so since the uh, the thing happened. The, uh, the, great, events, great, the events, as we like to call it. <laughs> I love how this mere hours after it was on TV, I, I saw, I went onto Facebook and there was literally about... 30 posts people going this is the best thing ever yes you don't know what we're talking about will smith was on the graham norton show um okay well in fact let's give a bit of background about a year ago a year or two ago he was on the graham norton show and so was gary barlow and um i don't know how it came about but gary barlow pulled out this little tiny casio keyboard and started playing the fresh prince theme and then will smith just started rapping along to it and he did the whole thing and it was amazing it was just it was so good so um Obviously, Graham Norton gets him back on the show uh, along with his son, and they start talking about you know oh you know we you do music both of you as well because obviously Jaden's a, a rapper as well. Have you heard one of his songs? I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's like awful. It's, it could be called that, but basically, especially one of his songs, he's taken the tune from Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People, just a boom boom no. boom, boom boom boom, and then rapped over it about how he loves to go uh, skating. Wow! So, yeah. Really? But anyway, <laughs> digress. So uh, he's like, "Yeah, I mean, I, I rap, but also Jaden raps as well." And he's like, "Oh, okay, great." Come on. So um, Jaden just starts. Obviously, Will Smith lays down a fat beat, fat with a ph, um, and Jaden starts rapping along. Just hello, he- hello. That bit annoyed me. Hello. But the one thing I could not <laughs> stop going on about. Um, we're into <laughs> like old school type hip hop, uh, like DJ format, Jurassic Five. five there's a guy thing. called Decisive. Yes. Who raps along with um, with Abdominal, with and, Abdominal DJ on, on DJ Format um, albums. But he's also got his own uh, stuff out there. Yeah. One of the stuff is called The Ostrich. Hi. Oh, is that one? Is um, and <laughs> there's a song where he begins going, Hello, everybody say hello to The Ostrich. And every time I see his videos, I've watched it multiple times <laughs> now, I can't stop thinking of Decisive on the stage. Hmm. Or just Jaden ripping into that now. And I don't know if that's where he got it from, but... Doubt <laughs> it. I think he was just like, I can't think what to say. Uh, hello, hello. Yeah. and then he, he raps, and it's fine, you know. And everyone's like, Yeah, you're giving him pity applause because, like, oh, look, it's his son. And then Will Smith just starts basically just does this little kind of rap and then introduces onto the stage, which no one saw him sitting there. No, just Jazzy the DJ's Jeff. <laughs> amazing, <laughs> which was awesome. So it then he goes, so good. goes out, raps the, uh, <laughs> the, the Fresh Prince theme. And then, uh, and then announces another special guest, and all comes. What's the heck's his name? Alphonse, Alphonse Ribiera. Ribiera. Carlton. Carlton does his little dance. Unusual to, to be loved by it anyone. Was amazing. It was. It was super. great up to that point, and then suddenly he comes out, and it was even better. Right. In fact, I've got a little story about him. I'm. I'm not going to say who who it is who told me this, but a friend of mine. Um, mentioned we were talking about this. Um, and they said this Alphonse Rivera was at Rosie's in Chester once doing a PA. Right. And um, apparently he's a little bit of a ladies' man. <laughs> so this person, again, I won't name her friend, was like, oh, I'm just going to go and talk to him and get his autograph and stuff. He happened to work there. And uh, apparently went home and had a night with him. No way. <laughs> How amazing would that be? <laughs> oh, dear. I wonder if he lays on the charm you know, uh, when he gets back. Does he, he need to? He dims the lights and then puts a bit of Tom Jones on. Does he really need to, though? <sighs> <laughs> but 
But the other thing is, you know, he's the host of Stars in Their Eyes, or was the host of Stars in Their Eyes in the States. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. But, but yeah, the only thing I, I, I was expecting from that whole video, the video was Tom Jones to come walking on. Yes. Next, but, oh, I've just been in the studio doing the voice next door and just, oh, I heard you in here, Carlton, and comes out and sings along with him. Yeah, Do you remember that they, episode when he, he was on? That he was, was like his guardian that. angel. Yeah. That was so good. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, we've got more movie news um, in fact oh, do you know what I like th these are all lining up as beautiful little segues um, Mr Tom Cruise was going to be doing yet another reboot of a, a classic 60s TV show Man from yeah. Uncle he's not content with having like the multi-million dollar Goliath that is blooming, um, Mission Impossible he's like he wants to do Man from Uncle as well uh, well not anymore he's going to go back to Mission Impossible 5 good yep yeah, it's good and because the, I love the, the great films. films apart from the second one, which it, I should love because it's John Woo, but I just cannot stand it. Really? I really don't like it. I love the second one. No. Mainly, I think it because it is John, John Woo. Woo. I am a massive fan of John Woo. It's just it feels out of place from the other three. I see. I've not gone back and watched them again now. I was sort of waiting until because I haven't bought three the others on DVD yet. Last thing I bought was, um, well, Steve might be quite happy with this, I'm going to mention one of his other things again, a VHS. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, Mission I, Impossible I, I had Mission Impossible 2 on VHS when I worked you know at an actually, old, old video shop. Where, 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 where we used to work, the unnamed game shop, um, when I bought a DVD player, we, we kind of just started stocking DVDs, and we used to have like a product loan thing, so we'd take some home. And I remember that, in fact, the second ever DVD that I watched was Mission Impossible 2. And in mm. fact the best thing about it is there's a special feature on there there was um, a clip they did at the MTV Movie Awards uh, of Ben Stiller it's so good basically Ben Stiller is a guy called Tom Cruise spelt C-R-O-O-Z-E he's Tom Cruise's stunt double <laughs> it's just this whole bit where they're setting up the scene where the, you know, the motorbikes drive at each other and then they jump off and they, you know and they kind of collide in midair and have a fight or whatever yeah. the motorbikes drive you know they're setting that scene up. They've got these little figures, um, they're kind of on this map, and they're you know going, okay, and then come driving along here, and then we'll jump off. And then Ben still goes, whoa, whoa, okay, this is a bit crazy, but I've got an idea. How about we 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 jump off the motorbikes, and in midair, I'll turn to the camera and go, this mission just got a little bit more impossible. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It is brilliant. It is better than the movie, I think. It's only about five minutes. It's probably on YouTube. It's got to be. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I mean, they, they are really, really good films. And Ghost Protocol was, was fantastic. Brilliant. It was really good. The only thing that was funny about that, though, is for some reason it gave uh, Ash a uh, fear of heights. Because we watched it just before we went on uh, went to America. Wow. Um, and yeah, ever since the, the scene in, when, in when, Dubai. He, when he runs down, yeah, yeah, when he runs down the building, he actually did that as well. Yeah, That's the which other is thing. just on mental. The, on the Blu-ray, the special feature of that behind-the-scenes thing, they're like they were there for a week, and he was out there on this on wires like about twelve hours a day filming these scenes. It's just like, however mental the guy might be the whole Scientology thing and the jumping on the couch and Oprah and stuff <laughs> he is actually amazing just some of the stuff he does like that yeah. well, not, I don't well, I, no, I cannot I know. think I, of I, another I get like that but just in general he's really not but for his films yes he just he really does commit <laughs> he just oh Christ yeah he, like you say <laughs> oh, he Christ, is a little Scientology. bit mental I'm going to go along with that that's fine but he just just some of the stuff he he, he 
throws himself into is really good. And he's got some bad films, but he's, he's done some really good films. Oh, really yeah. good movie. Even like, I think we went to see Night and Day, which we is did, essentially a bit of a chick flick, and you enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, it wasn't that so, bad. Cameron Diaz was in that, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But um, but anywho, Henry Cavill is going to be taking over supposedly. Yeah, I heard that. Superman. Really. So that's his his star starting to rise, isn't it? Um, speaking of Superman, uh, what was it they've announced today? Mere hours ago. In fact, the, well, yeah, it'll be three days ago when you listen to this. But they're, um, <laughs> the the Superman shorts. Yeah, Superman seventy fifth anniversary Superman. Um, new logo. New logo for Superman's going to be on the front of all the comics and all the merchandise and everything. But also um, Zack that's Snyder's. Cool as well directing a two-minute short um he's actually doing it now where it's going to kind of go through the you know the changes of the original superman to present day so all the kind of the iconic main, ones. yeah the iconic ones are going to be featured which looks pretty cool um in fact i think that's it for movie news I think we're done on movie news and and for once it makes a nice change because yeah. we're like 50 minutes in nearly and, um, and, you and we just, haven't even mentioned a single thing. You've got one tiny little bit of game news, which um, you're probably going to go on for the next half hour. Well, I do. Shenmue 3, no, no way. That'll be a full pod. Can you imagine it the day that comes out? We just... Well, the day it gets like, announced. You'd, you'd leave work, you'd jump on your motorbike, you'd, uh, you'd drive straight down to me, and we'd sit there and pod immediately. Yeah, we have to. I think the day that that... Well, once it gets announced, we'll pod immediately. The day that gets released... I think we need to just do like literally a live stream an of entire playthrough. Play <laughs> yeah. Yes. It needs to be done because I'm so so stoked for that. Speaking of being stoked, oh my god, I'm so excited for this. Right, there's a game which I know, I know. If you listen to the pods before, I'm not a fan of Kickstarters. Um, I'm really not against them, but they just they they annoy me now because of. The reasons I've gone into before in the past. There's, yeah, so there's far too to many people who don't need it. it using it and essentially taken away from some of the little guys, really. Speaking of little guys or people that used to be huge um, and unfortunately have gone on to other projects now which haven't been as successful, so have gone into the little sort of lower leagues, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, if I said to you, Doug Ten Maple, I would say no idea. No, right. Okay, there's an amazing series of games out there um, called Netherhood and Skull Monkeys. See that I know. That you know. Yeah. They are amazing. Also, Correct. Earthworm Jim. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realise that he had anything to do because of me. I yeah. know Neverhood and Skull Monkeys are, c- are connected, but I didn't know he did Earthworm Jim. Yeah, wow. he helped Earthworm Jim as well, awesome. um, as did some of the, the other people who are going to be enlisted in his new project, okay. which is called Army Krog. Okay. Right. It's clay motion. Uh, well, it's clay stop motion animation. Okay, just like Skull Monkeys and uh, it's, it's, Neverhood. It's a spiritual successor to the Neverhood. Okay. Right. If you haven't played the Neverhood before, please, please, please. It's got to go be out like there. GOG or something like that. It's not you, on Steam, is it? It's not on Steam, but it might be on GOG. If not, you can still pick up box versions on the Tinty Webs. Okay. Right? Not that it'll work. On um, eBay, etc. But they do go for phenomenal prices. Um, I remember I had had Skull Monkeys first and loved it on the PlayStation. And I was going on to Dan about how great it was. And I was trying to get hold of the original PC game called Neverhood. 
and at the time we were around the Cheshire Oaks yeah. um, in Ellsbury Park and Dan phoned me up and was like, like I'm, um, I'm in uh, WH Smith's at the moment and you've got it in there for like four ninety nine. I was, I was like, gonna buy it, it, buy it now, well. buy it now. And he's like, can I? I was like, I'll just, just buy it me now. I'll give you the money as soon as you get there. <laughs> he got it. I finished work, I think it was like four o'clock. Um, I was doing a ten four. Finished. In <laughs> Do you the, remember um, the shift as well? I remember the day. <laughs> I was. It was so a day of the rain turned so to snow. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's and I went home and played it and loved every second of it. Um, but yeah, anyway. So this game's going to be a spiritual successor. This is basically about um, an awesome little clay dude, Armacrog. Um, that well, Tommy Nort is his name. Sorry, and he's got a blind companion dog um, called <laughs> Beak Beak. Um, they crash land on a dead weird planet and get locked in a mysterious fortress called Army Krog. Um, and that's when the adventure begins. Okay. Um, yeah, I've put up a post about it um, a couple of days ago. So go look at it. Go help these. It is a Kickstarter. They need need your help. Um, they need to, to get to a grand total of $900,000, okay. which may seem like a lot, okay. but granted, these people aren't actually you know, using game engines to create their characters. This is all handmade. We're talking clay, we are talking the creating props, the creating sets, mm -hmm. the creating the people, the creating puppets. Uh, the voice actors in the actual game itself, if you like Napoleon Dynamite, John Hurd is in there from, from that. There's... There's so many of the cast and crew that you actually are it's real easy to recognise. It's so good. Easy, recognisable things. Like the soundtrack. Terry S. Taylor. This was by far my favourite bit of those games. Oh, my God. The soundtrack to these people, I'm go uh, to these games, I'm going to put it on the post. You need to go. If you haven't already heard the songs, the songs are just... So kooky. Will. And so amazing. And they've got one of my all-time favourite ever game and songs ever called the bonus room from skull <laughs> yes. monkeys it is just one of the most amazing amazing songs out there it's so good it's like i mean the, the, the people that you know they, they go on about some of the some songs in games like all like stuff from portal jonathan colton and things like that being classics like this was way before that yeah i mean so 98 um it was when neverhood such, came out weird kooky songs it's just so brilliant but the thing that I love is the humour inside these games the, the soundtrack matches it that's the thing I love but there's so many things that are on the original soundtrack for the Neverhood um, he goes like Clayman goes into a shower um, and as he he's basically standing in the shower and then you go into an elevator and you can listen to your portable uh, music device okay and one of the things is um, 75 acts of a mime artist doing things so it could be like a mime having a shower and just hear water running and it'd be like a mime like opening a door and it's just a door open it's just like there's so many <laughs> stupid things that aren't associated with the mime um, and then it's just like a woman screaming and then you'll just have like a woman screaming it's like thank you for listening why was that it, they're just so random but the storylines behind the games are always brilliant they may seem a bit bizarre when you first get onto them but the voice acting, the story, the ideas, people, you need to back this. Yes, I'm excited. Yes, I keep on wobbling and probably your ears might have been bleeding from me going, ah, but I'm just, 
I'm so You've excited. You've got school monkeys, this. haven't you? I do. Why don't we do a Geeksco we are Gaming doing, on We're the doing a Geeksco yeah. Gaming on School Monkeys. Yeah. We're also going to do one on The Neverhood. Okay. Um, just just a little bit because I want you to do some of the puzzles in it. Because okay. some of them are well confusing, but geniusly funny as well at the same time. Um, so we're definitely going to do that. Sounds good. I'm going to put a link up. Uh, please, peeps, go back it. At the moment, I'm looking at getting the $90 Kickstarter one. Um, <laughs> But payday, um, yeah, because <laughs> it's payday. <laughs> However, if the missus doesn't notice money coming out of the joint account, I'm going to see if I can go one higher or possibly two what, higher. What do you get? What are you going to be getting? Uh, right, I don't need to read all the tears, but what what, no, no, like, no. what are you excited for? Right, okay, the the one for me for the ninety the ninety dollars one. This is the only downside. Is the ninety dollars one is the first tier where you get the boxed copy instead of a digital download. Okay, but with that, you also get like a little art book, um, some shorts, a DVD documentary, like all the sort of the usual stuff, okay. and the soundtrack. Okay, but that's the important bit. Dead happy about that. Okay, but if you move up ever so slightly, um, like the $200 one, um, you get your name in the game credits, and you get the box set, you get all the above, blah, 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 blah. And then if you go the one higher as well, then you also start getting um, more things apart from just game credits. You get your names and puzzles okay. um, for the things, which is which is awesome. You also, for one of the tiers, get to have a, um, a, clay, character. a clay character. Nice. If you pledge the top amount, which if I won the lottery, or even if I had a bereavement or something, which allowed me to, to have this amount of cash, I would definitely do it, and that's if you did the ten thousand dollar award. You actually go into their studio; they teach you physically how to animate, how to clay clay animate mm. in there. You create one of the puzzles yourself for that game. While it's completely out of our budget, that's actually fairly reasonable compared to some yes. some that I've seen. And plus, you get everything else as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, and you get to meet them. You get to meet Precisely. Um, them and, and Terry S. Taylor. I'm yeah. just dead excited about I'll, that. I'll give an example. Um, you know, uh, Toby Turner, Toboscus. Yes. He's got an Indiegogo campaign, so same same idea as Kickstarter, to make um, like a an iOS and Android game based on his Toboscus adventures. Um, and the top tier, up until about three or four days ago, was, let's go to space. <laughs> it was $500,000. He's like, yeah, if you do this, you get all the other stuff. And uh, we're going to go to space. He's taking it down, not surprisingly. I think he was like, that would be hilarious, let's put that on there. Yeah, because no one would ever do it. Yeah, and, and then obviously, either have. someone's done it or Indiegogo have gone, yeah, you, you, you're not taking people's space. Either. And he goes, no, no, it's hilarious. Yeah, don't. He's <laughs> taking it down. <laughs> no but, way. Um, he's funded that, which, but it does look good. But Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. But anyway. Yeah, um, so... Fun that anyway. Yeah, moving off that ever so slightly. Um, well, also I, I two little aside that I thought while you were talking. One, um, a, a previous Kickstarter campaign for Broken Sword Five. I'm officially a beta tester for for uh, for Broken Sword on Android. That's now, amazing. Not, not specifically Broken Sword Five. However, I'm hoping it turns into that. We'll see. Yeah, am I might. At the minute, I'm just be going to awesome. get beta updates for Broken Sword One and Two, um, and yeah, just see what happens. But well, to be fair, you played those games. Enough times now where you could easily be a beta tester for them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you'll know all um, that. And the other thing is getting your names in credits. We are names in the credits of Clerks too. They are indeed. <laughs> I was like, when he said that, I was like, our name's in something, what is it? And then I remembered Clerks too. Yeah, yeah I completely forgot about <laughs> yeah. that, you know. Well and truly. Yeah. Oh, no way. 
so tiny. That's... There's so many people that it's just like it races past and it's <laughs> tiny, but you can see it. You zoom. You get the Blu-ray. You can zoom in, and it's 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 all right. But anyway, sorry. What was your other little aside? Um, well, yeah, just just a couple of little things now. Um, obviously, as we've got closer um, to the date that The Last of Us comes out, which is the 14th of June, two weeks away, and literally the Friday um, of our little jaunt around okay. the UK. Oh, yes. Um, that comes out, so I'll be grabbing that when we come back and just... That's Naughty Dog, that. the, the new one. The Naughty Dog. Weird z- zombie type thing, but people infected with the thing. Yes, happens. it's apparently nature gets... Um, gets revenge that's it basically that's the happening it, it comes that's what happens in the happening oh dear god that is actually what happens in the happening just you haven't got mark Wahlberg going what no i hate mark oh, Wahlberg. Oh, but going back now. to awesome things which is going to be the last of us um people have played it so far said it's amazing um <laughs> the creators of it naughty dog um obviously yeah. uncharted 3 mm-hmm. uh, was out there was an easter egg for uh, the last of us Hidden in Uncharted 3, in Uncharted 3 oh, right. which they accidentally left in. <laughs> they were doing it, and, and they got told to take out in case anyone starts trying to flick through it on and think, like, oh, is this going to be an idea for a new game, blah, blah, blah. And they left it in there. It's a newspaper article in okay. one of the bars. Um, inside it, it says that it's some city, you know, nature's sort of taking revenge, blah, 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 and it's all being overgrown, and okay. that's what leads into this. Um, the game looks awesome. They are doing a season pass, okay. Which we've discussed. Um, What's the online stuff then? What's the multiplayer? They're going to be doing a multiplayer um, where you can sort of, I believe, you sort of go against each other. They haven't really put that much detail into explaining um, what's gone on yet. They've sort of kept it hidden. However, the season pass um, covers more story DLC. Um, so they're going to add in bits to the story, Wait, which they missed out. I'm doing the opposite to what I did last week. You're doing the online pass, aren't yes, you? Yes, I got this confused. So season pass. Okay, no, I'm fine with season passes. Yeah. That's that's a good thing. <laughs> I, I, I sort of am, but to the stage where more story DLC. I mean, they, they've had enough time to, to put in what they what they want to do to mm. do the finished product, like Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider oh, they started said, releasing it. more it's DLC gone. for, like obviously, online play. But no uh, story. New weapons but no new story mode. Yeah. That's the way it should be. If you're going to release more DLC, do it in context, do it with characters. Do it depends. It with Wait till you've played it story. and you see if you've got... If you feel like you've been shortchanged on the length of the game, fair enough. But like Mass Effect, um, you know, the actual DLC for that was pretty big, yet yeah, you didn't feel like the whole with, game was missing out. The one good thing with, with Mass Effect is the fact that it's free roaming, you can go off and... You know, you Maybe. can, yeah, you can I'd, I'd agree take with your time and do it. The Last of Us isn't isn't open world like that. No, so that's going to so it's just going to be like a little episode of, of um, you know. Okay. Yeah, that might be a bit odd. But. Yeah, so I mean, but you know, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, um, I am really looking forward to it. I'm not a massive Naughty Dog fan either. I don't. I, I think they're, I they're great. Jack and Dexter. Not, not great. We've already yeah, we've it. had this conversation yeah. haven't we, in a in a previous pod. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I am going to be looking forward to to playing this. I can't wait. Another one which is um, just in time for E3, The Evil Within. Um, they've actually let um, a couple of press people, unfortunately, even though I put our name down, we weren't chosen. Dang no. And uh, to, to play this is 20 minutes the of the new survival, survival horror, horror from the Resident Evil creator. The original. Yes. Oh, my life. Apparently, it's amazing. It brings back the original sort of feel of Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Alone in the Dark, survival horror. See, it, to, to me, survival horror is the far too hit and miss, like, just like horror movies, the amount of just really 
bad, like there's going to be something jump out here to make you jump. Yeah. It's rare I'll see a decent horror movie, and that's kind of the same with survival horrors, unfortunately. But if this is as good yeah, as it's I think the thing is, be, I mean, you've you've given me to play again because um, I've got them on the PlayStation, but I haven't got them on the Xbox. Oh, yeah, uh, Project Zero. Yeah. Uh, the Project Zero or Fatal Frame, if you're listening in America and elsewhere, um, is one of the greatest ever games. Well, oh. hands down, Shadow of a Doubt. <laughs> they are superb, scary as hell really 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 freaky um, the sound of if you've ever played Broken uh, Broken Sword if you ever played uh, Project Zero uh, 2 there's a bit where you start walking down some stairs um, like a uh, staircase flight okay. stairs as you're walking down a girl gets pushed and falls from the top and as you're walking down she lands and breaks a neck on the floor and as you're walking around She'll continuously just keep falling down and breaking and then crawl after you, sort of like ring-esque. Okay. Uh, Grudge-esque, sorry. Oh, my God, that stayed with me for ages. Uh, <laughs> Every another... time you walk downstairs, you're like... Um, it, behind it's, shoulder. it's horrible, but there's so many nice things. It's not all about jumpy scares. It's no, stuff it... that plays in your mind, so you'd be walking through rooms and like the Russian dolls that uh, get smaller and smaller and smaller, mm. like they'll either turn... And like sort of look at you, or they'll fall off, or they'll be randomly moving as you walk through. It's little things that just really freak you out. This game is bringing that sort of thing back. Good. Um, so it's all going to be sort of psychological. It's all set in a mental institute. Um, it looks. It is does it look nice. multi-format or is it exclusive to like? No, it's going to be multi-format. Correct. I believe it's. I know it's definitely coming out on the PS3 and Xbox. I think it's coming out Good. on PC as well. That's fine. I just want to make sure it wasn't another PS3 game. I wasn't going to get to play. <laughs> you will I will eventually lend you a PS3 I just want, I know I want to play Heavy of, Rain um, that's all I want to play <laughs> well that ties in nicely with exactly what I was about to sort of say okay um, so yeah Xbox exclusives Xbox One ah um, uh, yeah yep so Remedy Entertainment have um, just released a, a cover um, the art cover for Quantum Leap uh, Quantum Break <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? I did that then? one on purpose. Right. Uh, I, I can't get out of this habit of saying Quantum Leap every time I say Quantum Break. And I don't know why. Because <laughs> I haven't watched Quantum Leap in years. Dr. Sam Beckett steps um, into the time machine. <laughs> and back he went. But, he awoke to find himself trapped in a past, facing mirror images that were not his own. Leaping from life to life, striving to put right what once went wrong, and hoping that each time this next leap would be the leap home. Nice. Oh wait, I missed the. His only guide in this journey is Al, a hologram that only Sam can see and hear. I missed that bit. Anyway, oh, oh, carry on. Um, yeah. So, so remedy. Um, I have, watched through the entire the... series recently. So, go on. <laughs> wow, Steve, remedy. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so remedy entertainment have released the cover art now uh, for Quantum Break. Looks pretty cool. Um, but they also released it on the in the box for um, for the Xbox One or a prototype of what it's going to be. Ah, uh, yeah, um, bright green. Looks like my uh, Green Lantern Blu-ray box. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, they've had, they had a few of those left. Over. <laughs> That's probably the case. Hey, probably the case. Okay, oh, the case. Uh, Dan, you're oh, a genius. Comedy genius. Um, but yeah, so if you haven't really read much about this, it's it looks pretty intense. Um, they haven't given much away about it, but they're going to keep the same sort of format as what Alan Wake did. Uh, so it's like a sort of not a it's a narrative, very heavily narrative-driven story, but mm-hmm. instead of looking at the horror, they're going towards more sort of a sci-fi, time 
continuum Ooh, yeah. shifting quantum leapy um probably not quantum leapy yeah. but it looks it looks awesome um and obviously I'm a massive fan of Alan Wake. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, they did the uh, Humble Bundle this week for Alan, Alan Wake. They did, they, indeed. Humble Bundle is a pay-what-you-want, um, money gets donated to charity, uh, game bundle that they, they've been doing for years. They do them every month or something like that, don't they? Um, you get like Normally you get like five or six games. You see the PC or Android or something like that. If you donate over the average, you get a couple of extra bonus games and things like that. So people generally don't pay nothing. Or, or a cent or whatever most people do tend to put money into it and Alan Wake plus all the add-ons so American Dream and you know that, that kind of bunch of all the extra DLC was put on recently which is nice of them yeah <laughs> really cool but I think again, just I'm, given I'm up sort of hoping now that on. the um, that this does extremely amazingly well and that Remedy and stuff will I do good think and then because they the, can have Max Payne back again you generally find a lot of the kind of I just want Max Payne. A lot of the titles at launch or close to launch don't all generally feel like they're fully fleshed out, like they're quite that great. It's a, it's a, it's rare that you get something that is just, it's a ready-made classic. This does look like it, and it's, it's got a good enough team behind it to, you know, this is their next game. It's not like a game they're doing as well as, you know, yeah. Alan Wake Two or whatever. So hopefully it's going to be well, yeah. I just want Max Payne back in my life. <laughs> I mean, I, I was dead dubious over Max Payne 3 um, before that came out. It was the Hawaiian shirt that put you off, wasn't it? Really? <laughs> it, was the, it was, to be fair, it was Rockstar sort of oh, yeah, okay. coming into play and it's just going to. It just didn't sit right with me. Um, I took it all back end up with the collector's edition, the big, massive, huge box one with the figure, the one that. The bullet keyring. Absolutely everything inside it. It's a, the game was fantastic, but. They had the hand, hand guided by Remedy, and I hope that Remedy, now that they're hopefully going to have another massive hit on the hand, will then bring it back and be like, Welcome back, Max. Let's do the graphic novel style artwork properly. Yes. Come on, come See, on. And why? Why haven't they done that properly yet? Why haven't they released Max Payne graphic novels? They did uh, like a three issue comic series. Yes. Have you seen it? But. Yeah. They they need to to do it just amazingly. It's yeah. like Ben Temple Smith who should who does the some of the Silent Hill um, ones in Dead Space. Oh, yeah. He done the Dead Space animated one, um, which was amazing on the Xbox 360. If you even if you haven't played the game, right, go back. It's free to download the animated. And there's like six issues, I think it is. Um, all free, all motion voice mm. actor uh, motion animated. comics. Yeah. The, Superb, really, really good. Get him involved, or even just help get the original artists involved from the Max Payne game. It needs to be done. Mm. I'm going to kickstart that. <laughs> wow, well, yeah. First geek kickstart. I think if um, it's either that or Shenmue Three, you should just you know you should just submit that. Say, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to do a kickstart. I won't get the money. I'm going to give it to you, Suzuki, and let him sort it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> See if they like. It. Actually, should I do it to Buskers? We'll have yeah, Shenmue exactly. Three in space. <laughs> yeah, well. Where, where else can he go? He's been to China, he's been to Hong Kong. Where next? He's been in the cave for 30 years. Cave for 30 years. So, yeah. In cave moss, only cave moss, nothing else, Reg. <laughs> right, uh, one more thing before we go, because we're uh, yeah, just over an hour here now. Okay, I, 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 I don't know where I saw this. Don't ask me what I was Googling for, because it was nothing even related oh, to what it's going to be. Um, but I came across this story, and it just... The, the title alone made me chuckle. One Direction fans target Liam Payne's pet puppy with vile death threats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll give Reggie a minute. 
it just uh, when insane. I read on, it just doesn't make any sense. Okay, right. Jealous One Direction fans are at it again. They can't, are they often doing this? <laughs> this time, they're sending vile death threats to Liam Payne's new pet pooch. Okay, the the One Direction heart, sorry, the One D, shorten it, heartthrob, and his on off girlfriend Danielle Pisa proved they're serious this weekend when they decided to buy a pet puppy. And it's a cute little puppy. Look at the puppy. Aww, Aww, what, you know, I think puppy. it's a little husky or something like that. Um, they called it Loki, Aww. as in like you know Loki, Loki pokey stick. Avengers Loki um, and he tweeted everyone meet mine and at Danielle Pisa's new dog Loki smiley face Liam proudly tweeted along with a snap uh, unsuspecting of the abuse that was about to come Loki's way <laughs> this is like, just yeah, wait till I can you just hear imagine that say. guy on um, oh, was it Unsolved yeah. Unsolved Murders and he's but like the story didn't end there yeah <laughs> Imagine from the fans. Danielle also excitedly showed off the couple's new addition, tweeting another snap of their cute pet. The caption read, "The new, the new love of mine and real pain, real Liam Payne's life, Loki, smiley face XXX." But fearing the little pup would steal Liam's attention from them, his adoring fans immediately flew into a green-eyed rage. Some even wishing death on him. One wrote. Oh. The dog is not going to see tomorrow if I can help it. You are supposed to come back for me, Liam. What? <laughs> While another said, I am outraged and appalled. Effing Loki the dog. That dog ain't nothing but the scum on my shoe. Jesus Christ, it's a dog. <laughs> this is the, the best bit. Saw me even tried getting the hashtag, hashtag die Loki to trend. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> With another twisted user tweeting, I hate that moment when I'm really excited to read this tweet, but instead I saw that dog. Ah! Hashtag die Loki. Two nasty trolls discussed ways of killing Loki. Let's kill him. Gun? Knife? Wrote one with the equally vile power replying. Knife? We don't have guns. <laughs> what? It's a dog. I don't... <laughs> I'm generally for once, I think I'm dumbfounded for words. You're, you're finished with, with this world, with people. Right, but the the thing that I that, that I don't get is surely this is what people who listen to like death metal and rap are supposed to be like, you know discussing. Not people listening to boy bands and manufactured shit Just like One dog. Direction. The dog's gonna their, their train of thought is that dog is gonna take their attention away. Either they can take the attention away from the fans, which why why do you care? Or it's that, oh, those two, are, his, him and his girlfriend are so serious now, they brought a dog together. That's it. There's no hope for me ever meeting Liam Payne and wooing him and falling in love with him and blah, blah, blah. It's just ridiculous. I mean, granted, I did the same sort of thing when Steve Page got a dog, but this is this is not the point. <laughs> Steve, Steve Page from Bare Naked Ladies. Whose new album actually comes out soon as well. Um, it's oh, he's it comes doing out EPs, on, isn't he? It comes out on Monday, Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, the Bare Naked Ladies. Sorry, I thought you meant yeah. Steve Page. Then. Oh, yeah, yeah but yeah, Steve Page's new True. stuff as well. Um, yes, yeah, so go out and buy the new Bare Naked yeah. Ladies album. Hopefully it's going to be better than the last one because <sighs> that last one wasn't very good compared to the other stuff, which was amazing. No. Um, I do like the new single. Boomerang. Boomerang. The animated video is pretty cool for Boomerang. Oh, I haven't seen it. I did like that. Um, I'll go so and watch that now. After we, uh, after we exit, make a swift exit. Um, yeah, so head over to our Facebook page before you before you go. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash g.e.e.k. Go to our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash g.e.e.k. Follow us, like us, 
subscribe to us on on YouTube, do all of that stuff. Um, and it, it depends whether you listened last week, but if, also if you want to get involved in a special little project we've got coming up, a special episode, you will hear your voice in a podcast. Isn't that amazing? Ooh. Email me. Actually, I'm quite looking forward to this. I don't know what it is now, um, so I'm just genuinely looking forward to it. Um, anyway, email me at dan at g dot e dot e dot k g d o t e d o t e d o t k dot com, um, and just all I need you to have is a microphone. So even if your laptop's got a microphone built in, that's probably going to be good enough. What happens? You if need got to be able to two speak turntables well. and a microphone. Will that help? I don't need turntables. Right. Okay. It's fine if you've got them, but it does not. You know, it won't put you ahead of anyone else in the, in good. the running good okay. good that's it um, I've been Dan I've been Reg it's time to geek out bye